This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Upstart and by HelloFresh. If you're a foodie, mm-hmm. or just an enjoyer of food, there's really never been a better time in all of history than right now for trying everything in the, the culinary world, just all that it has to offer. Mm-hmm. Living in any major city means having access to food from just about anywhere. But uh, for some reason, it's, it's just not enough for some people. When the obscure becomes the mainstream, they simply find something even more obscure. Uh, for example, uh, a diet that's becoming increasingly popular is the all-meat diet, or the carnivore diet. Uh, but despite health experts saying that the carnivore diet is probably not great for you, it's become so popular that some have moved beyond the carnivore diet to the raw meat diet, which health experts are even more critical of because it's literally a diet consisting entirely of uncooked beef and lamb. Seems like a bad idea, but you're going to do what you're going to do. Like, uh, yeah, uh, Neanderthals, cavemen cooked the meat. Yeah, and look at how happy they were. But they cooked it. Well, sometimes they didn't. We don't know. I guess I wasn't there, but I would assume that, uh, you know, once fire was created. They had to have eaten something before they found fire. So we're going to go all the way back to that. It's what we should have been eating. Look, fire was a mistake. This is what, what, what rocks about this is that, like, with coronavirus, like, assholes can infect other people. With this, if you want to be a piece of shit and, yeah. like, just be like, nah, this is actually good for you, you're going to suffer the consequences. Yeah, okay, sure. As long as they're not hope, forcing their kids. Hope you got toilet paper. But if you're eating raw meat and nothing else still isn't extreme enough for you, um, I mean, what's next? And before you answer drinking piss, we've already covered that before. Uh, it's actually quite popular. We've also covered the all-beer diet, which apparently is great for weight loss. Uh, yeah, for from, at least from, short periods of time. Yeah. Uh, what's a diet that even your average piss-drinking, raw meat-eating weirdo would find a bit extreme? we got to dig deeper here. Well, um, you're probably not going to like the answer, and right now is where we tell you that if you're currently eating specifically cooked products or, or anything, anything. Uh, hit the pause button and come back later. All right, we warned you. Uh, The answer is what's known as high meat, and its name comes from the fact that supposedly it gets you high. And how it supposedly does is by being old and rotten. Yep, people are eating old rotten meat to get high. I'm so sorry that we're talking about this. It is, this is the worst thing I've learned about recently. The the same drugs they do? Jank them. (laughs) Me might as well. Yeah. At that point, Mm -hmm. this is just like, wait, you eat raw meat to get high? Weed is legal in like more than half the states in this country. Nah, it's... You gotta chase the dragon, though. You gotta keep one-upping it. Yeah. Anyway, the existence of this trend recently started getting attention on social media with people posting absolutely nauseating photos that they found online after going down a high-meat rabbit hole. Uh, this Twitter interaction in particular exposed a lot of people to the concept. A friend convinced me to eat raw, rotten meat, high meat, yesterday, and it actually felt great. Very interesting, since everyone would think it's crazy. Someone else asks, did you get sick? And they reply, not at all. This is how it looked, by the way, along with a photo of some very rotten-looking meat. Meat, a photo you can smell. There's going to be a lot of images in this episode that you can smell. Um, But yeah, despite the recent attention, high meat has actually been around for a while. One of the earliest descriptions of high meat was in this 2010 New Yorker article titled Nature's Spoils, in which writer Burkhard Bilger describes hanging out with a bunch of raw food enthusiasts, uh, some of whom have embraced high meat. Uh, Let's read from that section of the piece. The primal diet has found a sizable following in recent years, particularly in Southern California and, for some reason, Chicago. 
Its founder, Agenas uh, von der Planets, a 63-year-old former soap opera actor and self-styled nutritionist, claims that it cured him of autism, angina, dyslexia, juvenile diabetes, multiple myeloma, and stomach cancer, as well as psoriasis, bursitis, osteoporosis, tooth decay, and mania created by excessive fruit. <laughs> Uh, Vonderplanets recommends eating roughly 85% animal products by volume, supplemented by no more than one fruit a day and a pint or so of green drink, a puree of fruits and vegetables. Whole vegetable fibers, he believes, are largely indigestible. The diet's most potent component, though, is an occasional serving of what Vonderplanets calls high meat. Torma ducked into the back of the house and returned with a swing-top jar in his hands. Inside lay a piece of organic beef, badly spoiled. It was afloat in an ochre-colored puddle of its own decay, the muscle and slime indistinguishable like a slug. High meat is the flesh of any animal that has been allowed to decompose. Torma keeps his portions sealed for up to several weeks before ingesting them, airing them out every few days. Like the bacteria and sauerkraut, those which cause botulism are anaerobic. Fermentation destroys them, but they sometimes survive in sealed meats. Botulus in Latin means sausage. Vonderplanet says he got high meat and its name from the Eskimos, who savor rotten caribou and seal. A regular serving of decayed heart or liver can have a tremendous Viagra effect <laughs> on the elderly, Vonderplanet's told me recently. Just look at my penis. <laughs> the first few bites, though, can be rough going. Quote, I still have some resistance to it, Torma admitted, but the health benefits. I'm 52 now. I started this when I was 42, and I feel like I'm in my 20s. This is so gross. I hate this so much. <laughs> I, but, like... It's almost like, you know, how, like, people want to get the dankest weed, and it's like people... <laughs> to the point where it's just uh, it's uncomfortable. Yeah, and, it, it, like, you know, 10 years ago, it was like, oh, wow, this restaurant has uh, truffle oil that they put on our fries. And now, literally, you can just go anywhere has truffle oil, It's like and, it, and it's, like, ruining everything because it's so dank. And it's or like, it, when you have it too much, you're like, yeah. oh, this isn't special anymore. Or it's, it's like people who are into spicy foods to the yeah. point where I'm just like, how are you even enjoying this? You yeah, just exactly. look like you're in pain every, every time you eat something. But no, this is gross on a whole different level because it's actually disgusting. It's definitely bad for you. It smells like shit, I'm sure. And it looks gross. Everything is wrong about it. And no, it doesn't cure any of those things. This guy's an, a madman. Anyway, the article continues. Primal eating has its detractors. The Times of London recently dubbed it the silliest diet ever. Most of us find whole vegetables perfectly digestible. The notion that parasites and viruses are good for us would be news to most doctors. And even Vonderplanets and his followers admit that high meat sometimes leaves them ill and explosively <laughs> incontinent. They call it detoxification. Oh, God. But this is just... My like... toxins. I'm so full of toxins. Oh, look at all those toxins <laughs> they got in my body. Yeah, because you put them in there. You put those toxins in, and then they came out. It's like the people who we've reported on before that, like, drink small amounts of bleach. Oh, yeah, and then they just shit out, like, blood and shit. And they're like, yeah, those are the toxins. Good thing I got those out of there. Yeah, the small amount of bleach went through my digestive tract and peeled away parts of it yeah. because it, it has that effect. And, uh, no, those are just toxins and bad particles. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you put bad things in you, and bad things are coming out. I feel so cleansed. Uh, continues, when Torma unclamped his jar, a sickly sweet miasma filled the air, an odor as natural as it was repellent. Decaying meat produces its own peculiar scent molecules, I later learned, with names like putrescine and cadaverine. I could still smell them on my clothes hours later. Torma stuck two fingers down the jar and fished out a long, wet oh, sliver. God. Want a taste, he said. <sighs> it was the end of a long day. I'd spent most of it consuming everything set before me. Ants, acorns, raw milk, dumpster stew, and seven kinds of mead, among other delicacies. But even cats took a pass on the high meat. 
While Tormouth threw back his head and dropped in his portion Oof. like a seal swallowing a mackerel, we quietly took our leave. You have to trust your senses, Katz said as we were driving away. To me, that smelled like death. This Katz guy is another one who's just totally into all that other stuff, but he's like, no, I draw the line at the... Yeah, it's disgusting. No. This is like, this is trust just people nose. that were one-upping each other with dumb shit, and now this guy's like backed into a corner where he's like, hey, it's the guy that eats the, the disgusting meat. Watch, he'll do it if you tell him that uh, you wanted to try some, but then you can back out and he'll... But he'll do it to show how cool he is. Like, there's no way this... Like, this sucks. Also... Like, this is another reason that, uh, you know, lab-based meat, like Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods, good job. Because <laughs> if we can replace real meat, these people won't exist. Like, <laughs> fuck off. I mean, they can make the Impossible Meat look like it's bleeding, but can they make it smell like it's rotting? No, sir. Yeah. No. They say they've replicated, uh, you know, meat as close as possible. But when I leave this out in a jar for six months, um, it doesn't look like what it looks like when I leave this raw hamburger out in, out in the sun. Yeah. Well, hey, what are you throwing away that moldy bread for? That's got all the good, the good taste all, all over it. Good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that was 11 years ago, <laughs> that article. And since then, high meat has apparently become much more popular, though it's still obviously a very niche thing. Is that guy still alive? Uh, the Vonderplanets guy died, but... Yeah, um, no shit. But he died from, like, uh, you know, falling off, like he was... He, he, I was, was feeling a, too good. He, he died in an accident. He did not die of eating the uh, the raw meat. Tell them I died in an accident. Don't tell <laughs> them that I died shitting on my guts on a toilet. But yeah, if you go on YouTube and you search high meat, there are numerous examples of people happily documenting themselves eating old, disgusting meat that looks like it does in fact smell like death. These people need to see fucking psychiatrists. Uh, one of the most revolting examples is this guy who let a piece of steak just rot in a jar for 125 days, during which it became engulfed in maggots and covered in mold. The end result looks absolutely horrific, and the YouTuber ends up eating it. He eats the whole goddamn thing. He does it in a parking garage off of a wooden board on the hood of his truck. I think at one point he says that uh, he's doing this without his wife's knowledge, so that's, I think that's why he's eating it in a parking lot. But uh, yeah, he eats the whole thing, maggots and all, before washing it down with some uh, cow's blood. Um, I hope his wife finds his YouTube channel and and divorces him. I would feel uh, a lot of things if I found out my wife was eating uh, raw, raw, uh, hundred twenty five days, rotten, fucking moldy meat. What's the difference between this and dry aging something? Jeez, guys, back off. Yeah. Oh. Oh. So if I'm a butcher and I just leave the meat out, then that's fine. But if I do it at home with no training at all. And, uh, you know, there's maggots and mold. No all over sanitation. It. It's, uh, then it's a problem. I mean, look, the, the high that you must get from this must really be worth it. Like the Jenkum we've all come to know <laughs> yeah. and love. Uh, except in the description for that video, he says, quote, it was disgustingly good, but I did not get high. <laughs> oh, well, he should have left it in there for 300 days. Yeah, I guess he's got to do better uh, next time. Have patience, sir. That meat wasn't. Uh, wasn't ready yet. Uh, anyways, if a maggot-infested four-month-old steak seems crazy to you, which it should, this guy here is eating what he says is chicken that's one and a half years old. <sighs> and again, nothing about it uh, getting him high. He just likes it for the taste. And the nutrients, the, uh, you know, the vitamins. It's like when people post on like social media, like, yeah, nice medium-rare chicken. And it's like, no, sir, that will kill you. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, 
All this stuff, all this stuff with foodborne illness. You were taking, you were rolling the dice every time. Yeah. Like eating raw chicken isn't necessarily going to get you sick, but there's a good enough chance that it will that the government and uh, anyone who understands like food science highly recommends that you cook that shit to a temperature that will kill any of the bacteria that has a decent chance of being on it. You know what's funny? But you might like, get lucky, and then if you do, you can go on YouTube and be like, ah, actually, I did it. It's fine. They've been, lying, they've been lying to us. That's that's the thing, is with these people specifically. Yeah. And then, yes, I'm talking about you people. Uh, <laughs> I, I would not be surprised if, because I, I, I view now the COVID people all across the spectrum as like a litmus test for people. But the raw meat disgusting people, I, it could go either way. I yeah. could see them being anti-maskers or I could see them being the people that literally like leave their groceries in the garage and like spray them down and have masks and like suits and all that mm. stuff. I, I feel like anyone doing this shit is, uh, has done their own research on just about everything else. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> Any, in any case, uh, we should point out that raw, cured, or fermented meat isn't inherently bad, like Elliot says. The sushi and salami and steak tartare, they are prime examples. Uh, people all over the world eat fermented fish. It smells disgusting, though. Yeah. Uh, it's just not really something your average person should be experimenting with on their own after watching a couple of YouTube videos. Uh, and yes, there again, there's a difference between curing something, uh, dry-aging something, yeah. and letting something rot in a jar. Yes. Yes. Like, I mean, so yeah, if the argument is that, like, we've somehow lost touch with uh, what our ancestors used to do and, like, this is the right thing. I mean, like, leave out some fucking rancid meat. Nothing's touching God except for the maggots. You're not going to get, like, stray animals or whatever eating that shit. They know instinctively to stay yes. the hell away from it because it will get them sick. Yes. Yes. Also, like, with sushi, it has to be prepared properly. You can't just, like... Pull out a fish. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm just going to eat this raw. It has to be prepared properly. It has to be certified and, like, a certain level of freshness. Yeah, they're, uh... I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm fucking wrong. I'm not. Anyways, uh, yeah, even among the small collection of YouTube videos featuring high meat, uh, the actual methods for, like, supposedly doing this in a safe, controlled way are very inconsistent. Um, so that first guy with the maggots, he just sort of, he left it out there and let nature do its thing. Uh, but this person here gives somewhat detailed instructions about uh, leaving the meat in a jar unrefrigerated in the dark for four months, and then you air it out at certain intervals after that. Uh, they insist that you should not air it out indoors due to the intense smell. Well, that, but that, that's the point. Why does it smell bad? Yeah, you want the dank smell. Um, they, they also provide other valuable information, like nutritional facts. Depends on the kind of meat you use. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And uh, also this description of the taste. It tastes a little bit like cheese, but also sour and rotten, and the consistency is slimy and a little bit sticky, but also very soft. Yum. Sounds great. You're going to live forever. I mean, yeah, there's some cheese out there that, like, that are like, you know, people would turn their noses up at. That... There's some pretty fucking weird... There's a cheese in Italy that has live maggots in it. It's <sighs> supposedly a delicacy, but... You know what? Pass. I'll leave that one to the, uh, the rich people out there. Yeah. They can have it. But yeah, there's some nasty cheeses. I mean, it is cheese... Cheese making is a kind of gross process, and it can go to extremes that uh, most of us would find nauseating. I think blue cheese is like the dankest, weirdest looking cheese. Yeah, I'd blue che blue cheese. Yeah, and I'm not talking about the that's coming out of the bottle. I'm talking no, about the actual, the actual cheese. cheese that has you know it's supposed to have a little bit of mold on it. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, as uh, as for the supposed high 
Uh, here's something from Vice. Neris Lapsis, a Singapore-based consultant dietitian, suggested that the high could come from a whole range of bacteria thriving in raw meat. If you're leaving this out for anything from days to months to years, who knows what kinds of bacteria are going to grow? And some of those bacteria might have chemical properties that are going to give you a high or hallucination or a feeling of euphoria, he told Vice. According to Lapsus, consuming rotten meat is really a, a lucky dip as to whether the bacteria in the meat is going to get you high or give you serious stomach conditions like food poisoning or worse. <laughs> yeah, you're flipping a coin. Russian roulette. Ah, uh, it continues. Letting meat spoil or rot is a completely uncontrolled process, so you just don't know what kinds of bacteria could be growing on the meat. There's all sorts of bacteria. Salmonella, Shigella, E. coli, all these things that our human body might really struggle with breaking down, he said. If we're eating rotten foods, the question is, will our stomach acid do a good enough job to stop them from poisoning us? And the answer is often no. Lapsus noted that while some food poisoning may just cause you to feel very unwell, serious cases may involve uncontrolled bowel movements, vomiting and dehydration, and damage to your large intestines. He also warned it could lead to rare and potentially fatal health conditions like botulism, which could cause blurred vision, tiredness, and trouble speaking. Wow. That guy is really high over I there. I am so fucking baked right now. I can't even talk or see. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyways, listen, we're not health experts, uh, but we're going to go ahead and recommend not doing anything like this. No. Now, for one thing, it's, it's just gross. Okay, look. It's fucking disgusting. I try not to be judgmental, but you got to draw the line somewhere. I'm judging you. Secondly, it has a chance of getting you seriously ill or even killing you. Uh, humankind has spent the last several thousand years figuring out how not to get killed by food and dying from consuming spoiled food would be a very shameful way to go in the year 2021. Everyone's going to fucking laugh at your dumbass. I feel like we're at some weird tipping point where like we've solved so many problems throughout the, the evolution of humanity that now people are testing, like testing that. Yeah. Like the, the anti-vax people. It's like yep. Yep. literally medical breakthroughs, yep. scientific feats. And it's like, you know what? I'm going to raw dog it instead. Yeah. No, I don't trust this vaccine, but I did see a guy on YouTube uh, said that drinking his own piss made him live forever. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to go outside and take off my pants and just sun my butthole for about 10 minutes to absorb uh, the sun's energy into my butthole battery. And uh, I think I'll be good then. Yeah. Maybe check on my, uh, my rotting meat while I'm out there. And like for a lot of like, I mean, sunning your butthole and I, I guess for the most part, probably drinking your piss, probably not going to kill you. Or, uh, you know, suffer too badly from it. Yeah. It's like this, uh, it's like a, uh, like a uh, placebo effect. Good for you. You know? This seems like actually the, the dangerous. eating raw meat, this, the, the <laughs> aged raw meat is not good for you. Yeah, like, I mean, I guess these people have gotten lucky. Uh, this seems like something that could go horribly, horribly wrong. But hey. I feel like shit. That means do, it's you. working. Yeah, that's the uh, yeah. toxins. Yeah. Uh, moving on now, though, uh, speaking of ill-advised things. Pranks. Don't do them. There's, of course, plenty of examples of uh, pranks that aren't just pure cruelty disguised as a joke. But these days, it feels like they're increasingly rare. And you know why? It's because they actually take work and planning and good writing and uh, a lot of things to pull them off. And they're yeah. not just cheap tricks where yeah. you're making people feel bad. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it, it also seems to be an international problem. Apparently, over in the Middle East and North Africa, prank TV shows are quite popular, and they take things to extremes beyond even the typical garbage that you see here on YouTube. Uh, here's a BBC article from a few years back. Egyptian actor Ramez Galal has established himself as a major TV prankster, with a series of programs featuring celebrities in increasingly extreme scenarios. In one edition, he fooled celebrities into believing they were on a sinking ship surrounded by floating body parts and an approaching shark. That's pretty funny. In <laughs> 
In another, victims were locked inside a supposed ancient Egyptian tomb containing bats, insects, and a mummy rising from the dead. In 2013, doing a program entitled Ramez, the Fox of the Desert, guest celebrities were fooled into believing the bus they were traveling on had been intercepted by militants. The mock militants pretended to shoot the driver dead and then blindfolded and handcuffed the guests. This was aired at a time when Egypt was witnessing a surge in terror attacks, particularly in the region of Sinai, where military convoys were often attacked by armed bandits in desolate areas. Real shame. Gotcha. The show is not online anymore because Live League shut down. I know. Uh, yeah, so it was basically like if an American prank show tricked people into thinking they're in the middle of a mass shooting. It's <laughs> it's a bad prank. Yeah. Not, I would dare I say, not even call it a prank at all. No, it's, it's just sort of a horrific abuse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Emotional yeah. abuse. Mental abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but despite the controversy, these shows, they've remained popular in the Middle East. Uh, recently, though, the Iraqi government finally stepped in and canceled one of its country's more uh, popular and controversial terror prank shows, Tanab Roslin, uh, from the AP. The show, a form of reality TV, follows Iraqi celebrity guests, including actresses and soccer players, who are invited to what is described as a charity event, but then fall prey under various scenarios to a staged ambush by actors playing militants. They are later freed by other actors playing Iraqi security forces. The ambush reenactments include fake weapons and stunt explosions, while the militants threaten to detonate fake suicide vests. The show's name, Tanab Raslan, refers to the name of its presenter, Raslan Haddad, in a popular Iraqi game that children play with marbles, in which a score is called Tanab. Hidden cameras film everything, and the fear that grips the show's guests is real. The show has raised ethics concerns and provoked outrage from angry viewers who said its content was highly offensive. Why, oh, you think? Imagine, though, like, you know, you're watching this, you're like a soccer player or whatever, and then, like, you actually do get kidnapped by militants. And okay, like, okay. <laughs> Real funny, guys. Where's the camera? Hey, yeah, these guys are losers. <laughs> Just mocking them the entire time. Like, I mean, we can't kill him. He's too badass. You got me. He's not scared of us. Yeah. What do we do? How do we inspire fear? Uh, uh, here's some more from that article, though. In one of the most controversial episodes, cameras follow Iraqi actress Nezma Tanib as she is taken to a rural area outside Baghdad under the pretext of meeting a family liberated from IS rule. Along the way, she is told at a mock checkpoint that the area they're about to enter is unsafe and was under attack by IS militants just three hours earlier. Tanib is visibly concerned and asked to turn back but is ignored. Uh, once she is brought inside a house, an explosion is heard, and actors playing militants storm the building. Tanib, who at this point is blindfolded, cries out, screams, and eventually faints as actors playing Iraqi soldiers burst onto the scene and liberate her. <laughs> like actual explosions and like gunshot sounds and shit. People with guns? I don't know. It's... Eric Andre would never. I mean, I did you see his, his new movie? No, because I don't like pranks anymore. I'm too like... Uh, I... His new movie's great. It's... Uh... It's it's very funny. I don't I don't believe in the whole uh, you know uh, astrology thing, but like I'm a cancer, so I have a lot of empathy, <laughs> and I cringe at moments like that. I like I can't watch them. Well, this his, his new movie is more about just uh, giving other people the opportunity to uh, be heroes. There's there's like multiple characters okay. that pop out uh, who like you know they you're like. Wow, good job. That's why it took me forever to get through, uh, like, Nathan For You and yeah. uh, that new one on HBO Max, uh, How To. How To with John Wilson. Like, yeah. I have to watch an episode, like, a week oh, I love at it. most. I love it. I live off that kind of cringe. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, terror attack prank. It's a prank. Get it? Mm-hmm. You thought you were about to be murdered by terrorists, but just a goof. 
Gotcha. Camera over here, camera over there. Don't you feel better now? This is going on TV. It's like eating raw meat. The high you feel after almost yeah. dying, uh, yeah. it feels really good. New lease on life. Yeah. Anyway, that's horrible, but um, at least it's, it is somewhat comforting that unfunny pranks intended to simply terrorize people is not just an American thing. It is a human thing. But uh, speaking of American pranks, though, remember when hundreds of people stormed the United States Capitol on January 6th as a goof? Yeah. There's a big, uh, there was cameras there, there was cameras there. Everyone had cameras. Gotcha. They were all caught on tape. Mike Pence, you thought we were going to hang you? You should see your face. Candid camera. Uh, Yeah, four months later, more than 440 people have been charged with crimes, and the arrests keep on trickling in. Uh, Let's take a look at some of the more recent arrests. First up, we've got Anthony Antonio, who is accused of climbing scaffolding to enter the Capitol through a broken window, stealing a riot shield and gas mask, threatening police, and squirting water at a cop who was dragged away and beaten by other rioters. Pictures and videos of him at the riot make this uh, appear to be a pretty clear-cut case, but Antonio's lawyers have quite the defense. From Huffington Post, Anthony Antonio's attorney told a D.C. magistrate judge that after Antonio was laid off because of the coronavirus pandemic last year, he spent all his time living in a home with four other individuals who watched a lot of Fox News. Quote, For the next approximate six months, Fox television played constantly, lawyer Joseph Hurley said. He became hooked with what I call Foxitis, or Fox mania, and became interested in the political aspect and started believing what was being fed to him. Literally, Fox News made me do it. Uh, Yeah, it's a bold strategy, so we'll have to see if it pays off, especially since Fox News has successfully argued in court before that uh, anyone who takes their content seriously is basically stupid. Anyways, another accused Capitol rioter who was in that same court hearing and tried a very different approach is Landon Kenneth Copeland, who is either going for some sort of insanity defense or just actually insane. Uh, From the Daily Beast... A Utah man accused of assaulting police officers during the Capitol riots invited several of his MAGA friends to his Thursday court appearance, then wreaked havoc during the hearing, repeatedly screaming at the judge and court officials. You people fucked this up! Landon Kenneth Copeland ranted during the Zoom hearing on Thursday. You're going to give me a psych eval. I don't like 70% of my income going to the government. Fuck all of you! During his Thursday hearing, Copeland was joined by some of his Trump-supporting friends and, at one point, his mother. Magistrate Judge Robin Merriweather ended up kicking out one of his friends after they chose an expletive as their Zoom username. This is... is, uh, You can call me fuck. Doubly hilarious that they're logging on to the court appearance to do do this. It'd be different if they showed up at the actual court and was like, I'm going to go buck wild, shit myself, and like just blah, 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 blah. You got to try even harder on this. And then my friends are going to scream and it's like, yeah, I mean, the judge literally just goes bloom and like... You're muted. Get him out of there. Yeah. Uh, the chaos began even before Copeland's hearing as he shouted while other accused rioters made their appearances before the judge, forcing court officials to put him on mute. At one point, he tried to object to another defense lawyer claiming his client had foxitis <laughs> after watching six months of Fox News during the pandemic. The second he was taken off mute, uh, Copeland began to scream, I'm going to tell the truth. I don't like you people. You're a robot to me. You can't come get me if I don't want you to. Fuck all of you. Fuck All of you, he shouted during his tirade, (laughs) at which point a judge put him in a separate Zoom room so that he could no longer interrupt the proceeding. I want to talk in open court, you motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah, in a courtroom, yeah, this would be a big disruption. They'd have to get the bailiff, but Zoom court, baby. Boop, boop. Anyway, what were we saying? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this week also saw news about another accused Capitol rider being caught due to, uh, once again, simply not knowing how to shut the fuck up. Just because the person you're bragging to about breaking into the Capitol isn't going to rat you out, and maybe even the person they tell about it also isn't going to rat you out, doesn't mean the next person in the gossip chain isn't going to rat you out. And that's what happened to Robert Lee Petrosh of New Jersey, 
who was taken down by what various news outlets have referred to as grandma gossip. <laughs> he told his mom that he was there. She told one of her fellow, fellow uh, old lady friends about it, perhaps over a game of bridge. <laughs> and uh, that old lady told her grandson about it. And the grandson immediately reported that shit to the FBI. Narc. <laughs> that grandson. Come on. <laughs> I thought being a snitch was looked down upon by your generation. My stupid grandson turned into Mabel's friend and also wants me to get stuck with that poison. No one at the home will play bridge with me anymore now that my grandson I'm, ratted out. I'm all alone. <laughs> You've isolated me. Uh, but uh, speaking of election-related crimes, uh, we have a brief Jacob Wall update for you. He's back. Yeah, it's certainly been very quiet on the whole Jacob Wall front for these past few months. But the latest is that uh, in addition to the charges he and Jack Berkman are facing in Michigan and Ohio over some very deceptive robocalls meant to discourage black people from voting by mail, they are now facing charges uh, from the attorney general of the state of New York over similar robocalls there. So if you need a recap on exactly what those robocalls said, well, here's the transcription. Hi, this is Tamika Taylor from Project 1599, the civil rights organization founded by Jack Berkman and Jacob Wall. Mail-in voting sounds great, but did you know that if you vote by mail, your personal information will be part of a public database that will be used by police departments to track down old warrants and be used by credit card companies to collect outstanding debts? The CDC is even pushing to use records for mail-in voting to track people for mandatory vaccines. Don't be finessed into giving your private information to the man. Stay home safe and beware of vote by mail. Yeah, and then the, the biggest audience... mistake was probably putting their names. Yeah, <laughs> well, this sounds reputable. Uh, New York uh, Attorney General Letitia James alleges in her lawsuit that Wall and Berkman committed six violations under state and federal laws, including the New York Civil Rights Law, the Voting Rights Act of 1965, the Cl the Ku Klux Klan Act of 1871, <laughs> yeah, and the Civil Rights Act of 1957. So, yeah, it seems pretty serious. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it sound like pretty serious uh, yeah. laws? Yeah. Uh, these guys are under an absolute mountain of legal scrutiny right now. And even worse, nobody seems to even give a shit about them anymore. Sad. Uh, they recently announced an upcoming Project 1599 press conference claiming to have damning evidence about Matt Gates and Rudy Giuliani hiring underage prostitutes. Uh, they wouldn't have to dig too deep to get any kind of they're salacious just jumping on the trends now they used to come up with original shit now they're just like oh uh yeah, matt gates yeah we we got all the dirt we on were that. actually on the ground floor of that. yeah uh but yeah look nobody cares uh even journalists who previously humored wall and berkman's press conferences haven't even bothered covering them uh on telegram one of the few remaining platforms they aren't banned on the project 1599 account posted uh, posted details about this next press conference and it had uh, less than 100 subscribers so very sad. Yeah. It's uh, the shtick. It's really, really winding down. This guy was a fucking star three years ago. Mm -hmm. He also, Jacob Wall, he, he announced to, to no one. He's just like, uh, by the way, I'm now available for interviews. And people are like, wait, you weren't before? And he's like, no, I've uh, long had a policy where I only agree to interviews between March 15th and June 15th. And the rest of the year, I focus on uh, my business dealings. And so, uh, uh, it's uh, it's May now, and no one's hit me up. Yeah. So just letting everyone just know. Letting again. everyone know if you'd like, if you want to hear from Jacob. I, yeah, it's, pe people always send me this shit. They're like, "Oh, you guys should interview him." No, absolutely not. No, he he not lives gonna... off this shit. It's 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 like it's, it's... like mold and maggots yeah. on your piece of meat. They they live because they have something to feed on. Yeah, you take away you take away their food source and they die. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Jacob Wool he lives off attention. Yes, so. There you go. Uh, now, before we get into the headlines part of this show, uh, this episode is sponsored by Upstart. 
When it comes to paying off debt, it can often feel like an uphill battle. High interest rates resulting in minimum monthly payments keeps you in an endless cycle of debt. Upstart can help you get ahead. Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple, fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income and employment history. This means they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com weird. That is upstart.com weird. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Head to upstart.com weird. And this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. Thank God. With HelloFresh, you get fresh pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering, actual delicious, tasty... Ready to cook. Ready to cook. Uh, seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh is a great value. It's 28% cheaper than shopping at your local grocery store and 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal without sacrificing the quality. HelloFresh offers 25 plus recipes to choose from each week, from vegetarian meals to craft burgers and extra special gourmet options. There's something for everyone to enjoy with all recipes designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Just look at all these upcoming recipes. You got pulled pork sandwiches, shrimp tacos, ramen, shepherd's pie, and so much more. We're big fans of HelloFresh. It's the best way that we've found for improving Skills in the kitchen and cooking recipes you never even think to try. Mm-hmm. Uh, great food. It, it tastes even better when you've cooked it yourself. Trust me on this. So go to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird12 and use code WeeklyWeird12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Again, there's 12 free meals with free shipping by going to HelloFresh.com slash WeeklyWeird12 and using code WeeklyWeird12. All right, now it's time for the weirdest headlines from around the world this week, starting with Snout Clout. Larger noses equal larger penises, according to study. Yeah. You laughed at my, my big nose. Well, who's laughing now? Yeah. No, I have a very, I think I have a small nose. Fuck. Fuck. Now in the character selection screen, they're going to have to censor big noses. Yeah. Uh, th- I, I don't know how accurate this, this really is. I, I need more data. but it is. They just uh, ask people. They're like, hey, uh, how big is your dick? And they're like, uh, well, gigantic. Thank you for uh, it's, it's even worse than that. They uh, they went down to the morgue, and uh, yeah, which is with the calipers measuring all sorts of stuff, and they found some sort of correlation between larger noses and uh, they would uh, you know you're dead, you can't get a boner, so they would just stretch well, they would stretch out the flaccid dick uh, to the point where no you, you got get some resistance. Uh, the small small noses they are growers, not showers. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Yeah, yeah, come on. Also, you got to measure from the butthole, not the balls. <laughs> Uh, hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. Hey, wait, wait, wait. You wake up from the dead because... Hold on. No, 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 my dick's not small. The no, only you, thing that can wake the dead. You're measuring it all wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking of studies that I'm skeptical of at best, but sure, it seems legit. Yeah. Men who wear Ralph Lauren polo shirts are more likely to cheat. Uh-oh. It's, I Especially if they wear two. Yeah. The, the double more, The color. more polos, the more infidelity. Yeah. It also says that, uh, you know, the bigger the, bigger the logo the more likely they're going to be a uh, absentee father, stuff like that. They do have some big logos. I Yeah, you can get one. It's like half the shirt. Mm-hmm. Just a giant logo. We get it. And look, I've never even seen someone wearing a Ralph Lauren polo shirt play polo. Yeah, no. 
No. No. I don't think I've seen anyone play polo wearing any shirts. Yeah, they wear those, like, uh, long sleeve. They look like, uh, they have, like, their own attire. It's not polo shirts. Yeah. The polo shirts are the people drinking the mint juleps, watching people. Play. Yes, polo. <laughs> I love oh. it. Yes. I yes. think I'll buy my daughter one of those horses. Yes. Horses. I'll Beautiful. give it at a discount before they shoot it in the head for mm. performing poorly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, uh, ladies, check yeah. the wardrobe. Also, check the wardrobe for uh, what's that brand that was uh, tied to the alt right? Oh, well, with the golden Steve black Perry. Or yeah, Fred, they that guy at least uh, went out of his way. Fred Perry. Fred Perry. I don't know. Something they went. They went. They discontinued the Proud Boys shirt. They're just yeah. like, we don't want any fucking association with this. Yeah. So it's it's specifically just the one that's like black with a a gold collar. Ladies, if he's got a Fred Perry, I guess it is, and um. Uh, a Burger King crown? He's not your husband. He's racist. He's probably a racist. New Jersey to give free beer to COVID vaccine recipients. See, this is why That's I think people idea. are holding out. Yeah. Because make it, me an offer. This isn't the first uh, state or local municipality that has offered gifts yeah. or otherwise in mm-hmm. order to get people to get vaccines. Yeah. And it, this was people knew this were coming because, especially in Southern California. Uh, when the vaccines were originally going to first responders and the elderly, uh, like the fire department, it was like 60% of the fire department was like, eh, we're not going to get it. And they were like, well, we'll give you an iPad if you get it. And it's like, you see, that's the problem. I mean, that's just classic negotiation. Yeah. I, I wish people would just get the vaccine, but I, I get it. Yeah. I get like, it. Like the gift to me, it was getting back to normal. Yeah. Having, not having, having a life again. worry about yeah. a disease. Yeah. But uh, the free beer, I'm sure, is nice. Yeah, I mean, this This is a, and it's, the, the governor of New Jersey made this deal. It's all local uh, craft breweries. Their foot in the bill. It's it's more just like, it's one of those things, you know. You get them in the door, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No one's going to a brewery and just drinking one. Yeah. Plus, it's an incentive to have your brewery or bar filled with vaccinated people. Because you're like, people are going to want to show up yeah. and do their vaccine cards. Like Krispy Kreme, yeah. safest place in the world. Giving out free donuts for oh, I've, been, I've been eating a Krispy Kreme donut every day for the last month, and I feel great. Yeah. Oh. No, I haven't. But there's probably probably a lot of people who have. And you know what? That's their right. I had I had the plan to go show my card and get the donut. I just haven't. The, the line is too long, especially when they have the light on. I, and I don't think they're very good donuts. I think they're delicious donuts, especially I, when they do seasonal uh, based on holidays. Oh, my God. I they I don't know. Two I, weeks on the treadmill to get rid of uh, some donuts for Christmas. If I'm eating donuts, I'm going to a place run by a like Vietnamese family. Ask them who, to pink box. Who? Uh, yeah, pink box. Um, they've had the same faded photographs of their menu items up on the wall for forty Just years. Just completely sunburnt. You can't even yeah, know what it is. Yeah, that, those are the places that have the good donuts. Yeah, Krispy Kreme. Fuck out of here. Nah. Yeah. Nah, they're all too. It's just sugar, sugar, sugar cake. But they're so good when they're warm. They're they, so good. They, if they if they're right out of the fucking vat, then they're good. But that's after why, that, no. You know, in the before times, you go into Krispy Kreme, you get to watch the whole conveyor belt process. It is, it is, it is cool watching that happen. Yeah, it's like uh, you're sitting there watching uh, Modern Marvels or how it's made yeah. in person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on though, uh, a man was hospitalized after the porta potty he was using at the historic Gettysburg battlefield was crushed by a tree. What a way! What a way to almost go. Yeah, I mean, uh, I bet, I bet, while he was trapped in that porta potty with his own doo-doo, he he felt a lot of the same fears that those those young men at Gettysburg felt hundred and whatever, hundred and sixty-five years ago or whatever it was. Yeah, something like that. And if it weren't for modern medicine, yeah, he would have perished. They would have had to start get him out. Of there. Like, all right, we're gonna have to cut your leg off. What? 
You got poop on it. Gettysburg. You got poop on your leg. You got poop on your leg. It's nasty. Yeah. Uh, or it could have been a ghost. I hear it's very haunted there. Yeah. I've never been, actually. I've driven by it. I didn't realize how far north it was. Yeah. It's all the way up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. There you go. I just figured it was in the south. All the battles were in the south, right? Sure. Guess I not. Don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Venezuela's Maduro received samurai sword gift from actor Steven Seagal. <laughs> and the photos are so fucking fun. Steven Seagal looks so weird now. Yeah. Especially if you... Is like, he still living in Russia? Yeah. yeah. He did this as like a delegate from Russia to Venezuela. Uh, yeah. He showed up wearing his ridiculous, like, that outfit he wears. I don't even know what you call it. It's like, so it's this sort of weeb thing. Feels like yeah, it's like uh, yeah, big black sort of like vaguely Asian suit, and he is he is very large now. It's like a muumuu, but he is like a but I know kung fu. He's like he's fat and weird. He's got like sort of Chris Christie body, where it's like he looks like he's about to pop. Yeah, but yeah. it's like like Chris Christie, like his face is a little bit fat, but his torso is just like absolute union unit status. Look, uh, I look. He's led a weird life. I owe him for when I was a kid. That movie on the boat with the naked lady under siege. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was one of the first uh, one of the first boobs. Definitely like blockbuster. I guarantee you, like if that video VHS, if you rented it from blockbuster, like that part, the tracking is all wrong because everyone's just rewinding that part. She comes out, boom. Yeah, there they are. There they are. There they are. That and uh, Leprechaun too. You got Leprechaun 2. The Leprechaun tricks yeah. one of the teenagers into thinking that uh, these two lawnmower blades are a girl's boobs. Uh, and he's, bruh! Yeah. <laughs> and I'll get you. Clever. Yeah, that Leprechaun. Anyways, next headline. Japanese town spent COVID-19 relief funds on building a statue of a giant squid. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's, look Salute at it. the squid. It's a big fucking squid. Yeah. Hey, Hell yeah. Our COVID numbers are low. We're going to spend the money on something that can re- cure a, a disease known as uh, sadness. It's yeah, a exactly. Big fucking squid. That's the thing is like, yeah, okay, COVID 19 relief. What's like, what is the worst thing that COVID could cause? Death, sure. Yeah. Second thing, um, long form illness. Okay, whatever. Third thing, uh, it was depressing people because they had yeah. to stay inside all the time. So let's go with the easy option and just build a giant squid that people can visit. Yeah. Sounds, I mean, it sounds like this town had their shit together otherwise. And it's like, what are they supposed to do? Give the money back? I mean, I guess technically. No. But, uh, you know, they, they put that money to, to, to use, building a uh, gigantic statue of a squid that anyone can look at. Look, now it like it they're going to bounce back because tourism is going to be on the rise. People there are going to see the giant squid. The big, uh, the big squid. I cannot wait. One of my goals in the, in the near future is to go back to Japan. And I haven't, I haven't smoked in over a year now. Go back to Japan and just chain smoke and play the coin games. It's the most fun you'll ever have. But you don't even win anything. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds and noises and it feels <laughs> good. Yeah. And everyone just chain smokes. It's great. Yeah. It's the best. And they got those. They ban menthols here apparently, right? They're going to. Yeah. Japan has these menthols that are like, they start as menthols and they have the ball in oh, them. Oh, yeah. So you turn on like turbo menthol. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, a just getting shot in the face with ice. Yeah. 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 Can't don't smoke though. Can't get that here. Gotta go to Japan. I know. I know. <laughs> Duck Dynasty star Phil Robertson says, problem with America is we don't cook rice anymore. We, we used to cook rice in this country. Now nobody's cooking rice. 
It's, we it's we let the Chinese overtake us on everything, including rice. Rice is a great quick meal, and you can do it, it's very versatile. It's a staple food. You can put you cook up some chicken, cook up some rice, put it together, a little soy yeah. sauce on top. It's great. Yeah. He uh I mean I, I'm glad he's saying that the problem with America is no rice as opposed to more classic Phil Robertson stuff. Like the problem <laughs> with America is uh the homosexual agenda. Yeah. And whatnot. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure the gays are somehow at fault for the fact that we don't cook rice in this country anymore. But uh, he didn't elaborate on Love it. rice. Straight white rice. <laughs> Beautiful white rice. You got an Instant Pot? Uh, I don't have an Instant Pot. I have a uh, slow cooker, though. Oh, yeah. They're great. Just boop, rice, ready to go. I mean, I do have, I have a, little, a little rice cooker. Yeah. It takes like 10 minutes. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Eat more rice. Rice is great. Mm-hmm. It's very cheap. I agree with Phil Robertson. Yeah, me. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's not wrong. Uh, yeah. America needs to eat more rice. I believe so. And it's cheap. It's super cheap. It's very cheap. Go down and get a whole bag of it. You can live off rice for a while. I lived off rice roni in college. Yeah. Quite a bit. Just carbs and nothing else. You know, hamburger helper, you don't even need hamburger. Yeah. It's a meal on its own. Just helper. <laughs> uh, moving on. Milton Mann says guns saved his life during house fire. Okay, how? Uh, well, all of his ammunition got too hot and started going off. So he's like, who's shooting? And he's like, oh, the house is on fire. Oh, okay. So he well, would, I think he probably would have gotten up eventually with the whole heat mm, problem. I don't know. This man probably would have died if not for guns. If, if Obama had taken away this man's guns, he would have died in that fire. I feel like this is like a, a thing that he came up with after he was out anyway. Because, like, he, would, uh, he probably had to explain why there were so many, like, guns and, like, unloaded ammunition and stuff like that. He's just like, you know, actually, blessing in disguise, yeah. because if that ammunition hadn't gone off, because I stored it improperly. Every American needs to have at least one gun in every room of their house. It's like a, it's like a smoke detector. Yeah, it's a smoke detector. Um, you could also have a smoke detector, but... Yeah, uh, that too. Yeah. But they're not as loud as gunshots. As I've learned from watching uh, TikTok videos... Nobody has a battery in their smoke detector. It is constantly beeping in the well, background. Because they're all pieces of shit. Like, uh, I, I, I had to take the one out of my main uh, open floor plan house because I literally cannot cook without setting that thing off. And it, yeah, drives, I have to unplug it, every it drives my dogs insane. Yeah, I used to do that for a while, but it reached a point where I'm just like, look, I got smoke detectors in every other room of the house. Like, I'll take my fucking chances out here. Yeah. Because it's like I literally just like the second, like I can't even cook a single piece of bacon without this thing going off like within two minutes. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. And there's no way to fucking like calibrate it or anything. Get better. Smoke alarms or else we're all buying guns. This feels like something that the tech world should be able to disrupt yeah. in a way. Because this is a pretty universal problem is these fucking smoke alarms. They they are either too sensitive or they run out of batteries and you know. They're always chirping. Do. They're chirping. You can't find them. The, uh. You know, it wouldn't go off if you cook bacon ammunition. So maybe yeah. this guy's on to something. Yeah, no, it's false, on, <laughs> no false positives with uh, just keeping ammunition It's on, on you, know. smoke detector companies. Yeah. They make, build, Blood is on your hands. Build a smoke detector that's just, it's just a magazine from a handgun. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> you just tape it to yourself. <laughs> it just spins around <laughs> shooting bullets. Wake up. Uh, Minnesota woman accused of racing SUV through Fargo Cemetery during ex-boyfriend's burial. <laughs> I just came to make sure the bitch is dead. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much that. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I would be pretty upset, but, uh, she he died it. doing what he loved, being tormented by his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. That's right, bitch. 
She says that she's like, look, I wasn't invited. They told me very clearly not to show up, but I did. And then they were walking towards my car. Probably, uh, well, I don't know what they were going to do. So I, I got scared and I started driving. And just, just driving over gravestones and shit, just causing a, just causing a scene. Probably driving her nuts that uh, no reaction from the dead boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, you're just going to sit there dead? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I hope she finds the help real, that she needs. Real trashy behavior. <laughs> I hope yeah. she finds the help she needs. And final headline. Arizona election auditors check ballots for bamboo fibers after conspiracy theorists claim 40,000 votes were flown in from Asia. This Arizona thing is almost certainly they're, they're at the end they're going to be like, yeah, we found evidence of voter fraud. Actually, Donald Trump won. Because mm-hmm. it's just, it's not, it's just a bunch of fucking weirdos. It's not based in reality. Yeah, it's just a bunch of, like, they're doing shit like this. They're like, we got a special camera that can detect bamboo fibers. And if we detect bamboo, you know, the only place we can get bamboo, China. Mm-hmm. And so that would confirm a theory we've had about uh, the, the ballots coming from China. Now, why would they come from, if you're, if you're faking an election, why would you need to order fake ballots from across the world when you Turns out they were, they were cheaper, uh, just like everything else. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, just how like Biden it. wants it. Fucking, uh, I know that they're a very outspoken family, but it's mostly the daughter. But Cindy McCain has to keep coming out and being like, please, let's get over this. Guys, you're making the state look terrible. A yeah. state that my husband loved and represented for like 40 years. He gave his life for you people. And twice. Twice. Yeah. He, he got tortured. And then he fucking served in the government, despite what you like about his politics or hate about his politics, whatever. Like, she's just out there being like, please, for the love of God, can we stop? No. uh, So many of these people, are they're going to go to their grave thinking that Donald Trump is actually the president. Well, anyways. That's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. You can start eating again, just not raw meat. I think my appetite's kind of ruined for the next couple days. Yeah, I was thinking about getting a nice meal after uh, we filmed tonight, but uh, I guess I'll just go home and fuck off instead. Yeah. Anyways, check out our most recent episodes over here. Uh, uh, one of the most infamous shock sites on the internet is now No More. Mm-hmm. Uh, check out the downfall of that over here. Uh, and then we also have a new episode of Tech Newsday. So check both of those out, and we'll see you soon for some more videos, as always. Bye. Bye.